Welcome to Earn's World. Hitting you over the head one bop at a time. When it comes to the we do, there's no comparison. This is the Earn's World Podcast. Hosted by DJ Earn One and Diff You. What it do? There's a culture shift, and we're the culprits. Check it out, all right, y'all. Welcome back to the Earn's World Podcast. It's your boy DJ Earn One. It's your boy Diffu, and you tapped me back in with the Earn's World Podcast. We're back in Portland, per usual. I just got back. In, not really, just got back in town, but I was out of town. Part of the reason why y'all haven't seen a lot of stuff coming. Welcome back, like world. At the moment, but we back. It's good to see y'all when so, I see y'all. But you know, it's good to see y'all again. Like y'all here in spirit, I'm sure. Right. You know, that and part. this is uh, episode what. 35. 35. Moving 35. on up. On that way to the big 4-0. That part. You know, so. But yeah. Yes, indeed. So, yes, uh, let's go ahead and get into it, man, because we got a lot to unpack. Before we do that, though, you did say you've been out of town. So, Facts. you know, let so, the world know where you've been, man. I was recently in Vegas, Las Vegas, Nevada, to be specific. Um, Sin City. First time. First time ever. Um, so I really just kind of did a lot of more context. I was up there for my mom's birthday. She wanted to go out there. Happy for, late birthday. For her birthday. Watch Pick Vegas. I'm not sure, but we all enjoyed it thoroughly. So it was dope. I mean, I feel like she probably just wanted to go to concerts and just, you know. Has she been to Vegas before? Yeah, my mom definitely been to Vegas. Well, my, both my parents been to Vegas before. Uh, everybody in my family has been to Vegas multiple times aside from me. I feel like honestly, out of everybody in my family, I'm probably the least traveled. Damn. Right. But we're going to change that in the near future. Facts. Um, get global on them. But yes, my mom wanted to go down to Vegas to celebrate her birthday. Uh, we spent a bunch of time going to just grab food, walking around the city, um, going to concerts and stuff like that. So one of the concerts we went to was uh, the Santana concert. So it was in the, what's the name of that spot? The House of Blues in Las Vegas. Pretty dope. Um, I actually have some pictures and some footage I can show you guys. Uh, but yeah, we kicked it in Vegas, went to the Sphere, walked around the Sphere, saw the Sphere show. It was cool. I would definitely recommend going to go see it. I mean, they have some dope graphics in general that they just kind of have floating around the outside of the building throughout the day and the evening. I'm pretty sure most of you guys have seen it on social media. Um, were, I was reading up on how like how much it costs to even run an ad, and it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's stupid. A few hundred thousand. The dude that owns uh, the Spheres actually turns out is uh, James Dolan, so the owner of the Knicks. The owner that. of the New York Knicks owns the Sphere. Interesting. Yeah, and apparently they haven't really turned technically a large profit on Oh, yeah, no, it's been yeah, a, a it's money like pit so far. That part, I was just yeah, about to get yeah. to that. I was like, yeah, it hasn't been making any, any real money for real, for real. It looks cool, though. Which is crazy to think about because, like, I mean, it's, in my opinion, one of the best platforms you can use for advertising you could be real creative with that right really creative real no, creative. I, I agree i feel like it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna take time but it definitely man once people start catching and it's in vegas which is honestly like i feel like true it's the perfect place it just needs to get acclimated i believe personally yeah, so this is i guess the inside of the sphere it's kind of kicks off our we get vegas obviously you see the jays on my feet but I don't know. The best way to describe the Sphere experience is like a giant IMAX, a bigger version of an IMAX experience. Epic version. Yeah. So basically, 
the the film that they show was kind of like a Planet Earth esque film via IMAX. So if you ever seen Planet Earth, imagine watching Planet Earth on IMAX, and that's the the sphere the sphere film that they show. What showed. was inside of when you went? What what did you what did you see? What was you watching? What is that? This is inside the sphere. I'm saying like, like <laughs> when you go in, like what is like what's the take me. I guess through the process. Yeah, like cause, okay, because so you because that's it. like what's the point? Like you're inside looking at something. What was that that you were looking at? Um, was that a show? Was that a default screen? What the fuck was you looking at? This is like I guess kind of like the default, a default screen that they have just on the the joint in between the shows. Okay. Um, but before the show starts, it's just, it's just a black screen. Okay. Um, I think this. And is what was the show? What was the show? Yeah. The Sphere film. What was the Sphere film? I told you it was like a Planet Earth documentary. Okay, but okay. That's, I was I just trying to. I was just trying to like. Hey. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So that's what the experience kind of is. Okay. And this is just me kind of like dicking around in the in the space after. Okay. After the show, I feel like I'm about to jump in that bitch. <laughs> but, okay. Um, yeah. So we went to the Sphere. After we went to the Sphere, kind of just went back to the. I think we, we either went to grab food, or just went back to the hotel, kind of called the night. Because that was like, I want to say Thursday night, maybe we went to the Sphere. It's a Thursday or Friday. I don't know. Vegas is one of those cities that everything kind of like becomes a big blur. Cause nothing really, nothing really shuts down. Now, you don't want to say you get lost in the sauce, but nothing. I said you can get lost like you, in the sauce. Yeah, you definitely can. I mean, because nothing really shuts down out there. Like, certain clubs are open till like 6 in the morning. Strip clubs open 24-7. You can go down, downstairs to the casinos or just walk in any casinos at any time of day. Mm-hmm. Hop on the table. Start gambling. They got bars open twenty four seven. You can walk around with open containers of alcohol. It's a different world. People walking around. I swear, I saw people walking around with open containers of alcohol, smoking joints as they're walking around with open containers of alcohol. See, when I, was I like, when I was in Vegas, you couldn't smoke weed on the streets, and you couldn't smoke like it was like still pretty much a big deal. Like you wouldn't. This was like twenty sixteen though, but oh, you man. couldn't you couldn't smoke weed on the streets in Vegas. Oh yeah, so this is even okay. So here's. Some, more, more video footage of the, uh, of, the, of, the, of the sphere. This is like the inside of the joint. Out of the ordinary that you would see in like any Bet. major well, like venue that hosts like shows or like athletic events. Well, shit. It looks like they could, it looks like any arena that you've probably ever been to for like a, a show. That ain't even that special compared to the other show you went to. Oh, it's about the Santana show? Right. Uh yeah, so we also went to the Santana show, but we'll get to that after I finish showing y'all this uh video footage of the of the sphere. Man, people just want to see the actual inside. And I mean, this is the inside. No, I'm talking about like the dome part. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, people, I mean the, 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 the inside the of the dome part's kind of been it's been on social media now for this, I feel this you, point. But so like, like, if you've seen that, for the sake of for the sake of the viewers. Oh yeah, here we go. They, this they is more the inside. Of the, yeah, they want to see. They want to. There you go. Show them the real shit. They want to see that. They want to see. Like, I'll run what this the video back. We don't care about the lobby. <laughs> you were showing a lobby like lobby ain't important. I mean, look. <laughs> but anyway, fast forward. Next right, day, we got a lot to unpack. We went to <laughs> the Santana show. So me and my older brother, my mom, my cousin, actually two of my cousins actually went to go see um Santana and I guess his band perform. And it turns out that his band consists of like two of his family members. So his drummer is actually his wife. And I mean, me being a former percussionist, I thought this was dope. We ended up getting one of her drumsticks that she used in the performance. Legendary shit. You got to frame after that. After the show. So 
and this is dope because it's her drumsticks are sponsored by this brand that I used to actually use pretty frequently back in the day, Vader. So that's dope. And ended up getting one of her uh, one of her sticks after the show, which was dope. Um, but in general, the show in general was just dope. Like his wife is his drummer. His son is his keyboard player. And then everybody else was like super dope. I feel like they were honestly probably like world renowned musicians that he was playing with. Like, I don't know. Shit was fire. If you got the if you get the opportunity to go to a Carlos Santana show. I luckily got to go see see him last year with Earth Wind and Fire, which was I tried to get you to go and you was fucking playing. I don't know what I was doing. You was playing. Try to get you go. You was acting like you didn't want to. So it's cool. You sleep. Yeah, this is. I don't know if I can zoom. I can zoom. I don't in. know why you didn't go, bro. Zach. I mean, uh, Dan was there. We got the sand. We got we got the Carlos Santana on stage. This man is definitely old, but he doesn't look OD old. And he killed it. Nah, he's still good performer for real. For great real. Great performance. Probably out of all the shows that I've been to, I'd say. He definitely ranks within the top five. Easy. So for me, I'd say best concert I've ever been to, best show I've ever been to is Stevie Wonder show. And then, I don't know, close behind Stevie Wonder would have to be him. They're like right there together. But honestly, I feel like honestly, any of the musicians that you have the opportunity to go see that play analog instruments. Yeah, play real instruments. Yeah. Those are the shows that you really want to want to go to i agree most definitely uh but yeah in general hung out in vegas last week with uh, my mom my family i do want to know what the fuck it was like to eat that freeze-dried candy oh yeah saw a bunch of uh stuff i've never never seen before out in the city which was dope tried to get scooped up by a few cougars at the casinos (laughs) ain't really work try again next time what's up with that freeze-dried candy though um, what was the experience like? Okay. So the best way to describe it is, so this is like this big candy store. There are a few big candy stores out in Vegas called uh, Sugar or It's Sugar, something like that. Anyway, it's like very reminiscent of any of the old candy stores you see like in the mall back in the day from like the early 2000s. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like Candy World, mm-hmm. those type of stores. But they have just like tubs of candy and stuff like that. Just candy all over the place. Stuff that you thought they didn't even make anymore they had. But anyway, um, they had like a freeze-dried candy section. And if you've not been living under a rock, I'm pretty sure you've seen this on your social media timeline at a certain point this year. But people have been buying like freeze-dryers and putting uh, candies that you would find in any convenience store or grocery store, like Skittles, Starburst. They're putting those in the freeze-dryer. And it essentially turns the candy into like a crunchy, almost like just a ball of sugar. But I would say the best way to describe the texture of it is like, have you ever had a cheese ball before? Yeah. Yeah, like the cheese balls, like the cheese puffs. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that texture. Even when it melts and dissolves? Yeah, that's another thing. Kind of like, after you bite into it, it just kind of like dissolves Cause and melts, I, cause and melts I in your mouth. It varies balls. upon candy. Yeah, yeah, but certain candies... um, Like the gummy ones, which ones is it? Like? Certain gummies still... Essentially did the same thing, but certain gummies still kind of maintain a little bit of sense of gummy um, character, if that makes sense. With a crunch still? 
Yeah, so it'd be crunchy at first, and then it kind of like just kind of get like stuck to your teeth. Interesting. Which I wasn't really the biggest fan. I of, just always but... wanted the shit be looking so weird on Instagram because I it's, it do like I don't know it's like a craze from the past like few years. Yeah, but yeah. I mean if you get the chance to try it, I definitely say try it. I wouldn't. I don't say it's, I wouldn't say it's worth paying what they had it what they had it priced at. I think I had, if I remember correctly, they had like each bag priced at almost like ten or twelve bucks for how many pieces? I mean, like it'd be like a normal bag of Skittles, but it would be like a full bag of Skittles, but oh, freeze it'd be dried. like freeze dried, and it'd be like fifteen uh. bucks for the whole pack. That's crazy. Right. But it's also Vegas, a tourist city. True. So it's like, you know, True. it's like going to Disney World at that point, expecting facts. not to facts. Facts. not to get charged for the for the uh for the for the for the slushies that they got at the park. No, I feel that. Yeah. Well shit. Glad you enjoyed yourself, bro bro. Yeah, Vegas was dope. My first time ever going to Vegas was uh I mean well, no. only time ever going to Vegas was in Halloween. On Halloween, which was fucking crazy. That was dope. Yeah, and like I mean now that I kind of know how the city functions and where stuff kind of is in the in the city, I mean it's pretty easy to get around. Like, I feel like it's hard to get lost in Vegas, for the most part, yeah. But yeah, I would definitely go back. I'd probably go back with some friends next time, though. I feel that that'll be fun. But yeah, I could definitely see. Oh yeah, my mom went to the Usher show too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you did tell was, me that. That's funny. Her. And um, one of my cousins went to the Usher show, which was funny. Yeah, so I guess even even more, I guess to kind of bring Usher back up, one of my cousin's friends, because my cousin lives in Atlanta, right? So it turns out one of my cousin's friends actually is kind of cool with Usher's DJ. Small world. Small world. <laughs> I'm like, yo, like, what? Like, like how y'all know Usher's DJ? Small fucking world. Like, they live in Atlanta. My bad. Let me pull that up. So yeah, this is something you put on on the topic list, but apparently Drake and J. Cole are going on tour together. Correct. So what is this about? I don't know. Because I know at one point, no, this is, was that Kendrick and J. Cole that was supposed to do a tape together back in the day? And they never did it? Man, that shit was never even, a, I don't know nothing about that. But I will say that uh, it's kind of weird because it's like, I don't know why it's weird, but it's like Drake and J. Cole on tour. It's like, it's weird to me. I don't know why. I don't. It's not weird in a bad way though, but it's just like, I don't necessarily feel like, in my opinion, I don't feel like the the true J. Cole fans listen to Drake like that. What do you think? Uh, maybe I'm just speaking off of ignorance. I don't know. Um, you I, said the I, true J. Cole fans don't listen to Drake like now, that? Now, I could say that the Drake fans listen to J. Cole, maybe. I mean... I don't feel like people that are listening to J. Cole like that really listen to Drake as much as, like, I, a lot of the people that really like J. Cole is really people that really be, like, listening to real rap. And a lot of people that I know that listen to real rap don't listen to Drake, so... I'm just going off of like people that I'm just going off. That's an interesting point of view. Am I wrong? Am I tripping? No, I wasn't even thinking of it from that angle, though, to be honest with you. But um, I don't know. I feel like in terms of my rap fandom, I, I definitely skew more J. Cole than I do Drake. From a, from a money play? And not even just being on some North Carolina shit. Like before I even found out he was from North Carolina, I was like, yo, who is this dude? Um, But nah, like that's an interesting interesting point if you never really thought about it that way but i mean like a lot of rap heads though still i feel like oh damn i don't know i feel like modern rap heads now modern rap heads anyway listen to a lot of drake when you say modern rap heads what do you mean because when i say rap heads i'm talking about people that really listen to rap like people that uh -oh. i'd say frequent music by artists that came about post like 20 because to me i only know what type of modern post rap. To 2010 me, when you say modern rap head i really am only thinking of people that listen to like 
Like a modern rap head, like, do you mean modern rap? Or do you mean just the times? Just like the times that we're currently in. Like people that might have started to get deep into rap, like post 2010, 2012 ish. They don't count. That's why I said no the modern That's why I said the modern ones. No disrespect. That's, they why don't I said, count. that's why I said the modern. They don't count. Why they don't count? Because we're talking about, because like those, you literally. Because basically, just from that statement, you kind of basically saying that they don't really know anything before then. I mean, they're young. They have still got to go through the process yeah, of discovery so, to find finding stuff. So they're not, they that's, not, that's, not the who same that's not what I'm talking about. Discovery that that's we not what I'm talking about, though. Because a lot of the younger generation don't really listen to neither one of them. Well, they listen to Drake more than J. Cole. I can say that for a fact. But then that actually proves my point. Uh, more young, more older people listen to J. Cole than younger people. So that brings me back to my point. Yeah, people they that definitely, listen to they J. Cole or not, because so most of most of the people that I don't know, I feel like most of the, I mean, J. Cole was how? Because how old was he when he popped? It don't even matter. All I'm saying is it's weird that they're on tour together, but it's, it's it makes sense as far as a money thing because going to see J. Cole is a good show. Going to see Drake, I'm assuming is going to be a good show. But I would just say that those are two top artists that I feel like can't do wrong on a tour together. You know what I'm saying? I just think it's weird because it's like you don't see a lot of you don't see them two. Is it because it, most together. people probably deem them as competition that you think? No, it's no, no. I don't. Together? I don't necessarily think that at all. I wasn't even thinking that myself. Okay. I just genuinely feel like they don't work together enough for me to feel like that tour makes sense. Yeah, it's like this is just. Or they haven't collaborated enough. Yeah, it's like this is kind of interesting. Unless they got a joint project coming out that you're going on tour with, Which could with be J case. Cole. I doubt it. To be honest with you, but I don't know. I just think it's interesting. You know what I'm saying? It felt, also feels like something that could have happened a long time ago. It, that's what I'm saying. It feels like it's something that should have happened in like that's what I was gonna say. It feels like something that should have happened in like 2013, 2014. Yeah, so like it's happening though. Around the time um, like Forest Hills Drive was out. Go, go to your DMs. Pull that's up. That's the name of the album, right? Pull Forest up, Hills pull Drive. Up the, pull up the poster. The one where he's sitting on the um, sitting on the rooftop. Which one? Forest Hills Drive. Yeah, that's right? yeah, 2014, ain't it? Yeah, that's that feels like something that would have happened around that time frame, when like nothing was the same, and Forest Hills Drive would like kind of out. I mean, what cities are they gonna hit? Uh, it's funny they were talking about it. People in the comments was like, "So he's not gonna uh, perform in Charlotte?" Apparently, um, yeah, he got a whole song called "Was It 8 A.M. in 8 A.M. in Charlotte?" Apparently, they're doing, uh, you know, he has his dream Dreamville the situation. So apparently, that's gonna be the the Carolina show. Um, I don't know a whole lot about it. I just, you know, again, wanted to share that because that's happening. It's coming. They're on a tour. Well, mm-hmm. I'm curious. No, I think I put it. If they, because what like, are they gonna do individual tracks? Yeah, bro, on tour. Or are they gonna like put a new project out that consists of? They're just on tour, sharing, play, performing songs. I'm assuming. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. It's all a blur tour. Anyway, man, going to get that money. Shout out to Drake. Shout out to J Cole. Uh, do what y'all do. Shit. Yeah. This is, I guess, another one that you put on topic list. Three Stacks got a project coming out. If y'all know what Three Stacks is, and talking about Andre 3000 from Outkast. Yes, indeed. Andre 3000, man, the legend himself. Uh, this is actually kind of a lot to talk about because, I mean, I dude, think I did hear about this project. He was dropping a new project. I feel like people are going to be, uh, People are going to fuck with it, and then people are going to be disappointed. I feel like it's going to be all over the place. Because it's not a rap album. Everybody wants a rap album from Andre. He even said himself that he would love to rap. For some reason, I guess it's just not the headspace that he's in. And me just knowing how Andre's been moving in the past 15 years, 
it, you just got to see, like, none of the shit that he's going to be doing musically is going to be surprising. You've been seeing him on the internet coming out to the world every blue moon with the flute looking like a straight hippie. <laughs> so you can't really expect to get a, a, a rap album. Like, do you really think you're going to get a rap album will, from him? That man will pull up in the most random, obscure location. He's out here on that the, shit. With the flute. You say he was in Portland with the flute? Yeah, because you know, uh, when Big Boy. Uh, oh, when, uh, at the, one of the football games. Ducks. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, Big Boy's son plays football for the for Oregon University of Oregon. But um, I don't know if he still plays football for them or not. But he's a Ducks fan though. Regardless, I feel like it was more so because his nephew. Was you on just the said team. son. Well, I'm talking about Andre 2000 at this point. Oh, I don't know who's who related to what, but that's you, bro. They you know they're basically brothers. Anyway, that's why I was like his nephew um, plays for the team. But yeah, so. The point is, is, what I'm saying is that when it comes to Andre 3000, uh, you can't really expect, uh, you can't really expect anything. You know, he's, he's. I mean, you never really know what to expect with him. Even yeah. His, like, even his like, I don't know the way he was. He's switch, an anomaly, the way he, the way he, would, he would just switch up his fashion since so, out of nowhere. Like, like, all right. I say I have to say that like for I all guess. those people out there, when you're going into this project, going into it with the open mind. See, the problem is, bro, I already know how this is gonna go. The people. <laughs> That fuck with Andre 3000 are gonna dick ride him. And I don't mean that in a bad way. You dick ride who you fuck with. But you're, there's gonna be people who are gonna dick ride Andre and say that they love it regardless because they're just dick riders. They're not gonna like necessarily give an honest opinion. They're gonna like it just because. Then there's gonna be the people like me who love Andre, who's gonna listen to it and still give my raw opinion. But I'm still gonna actually have an open mind and knowing like where he's at as a person and then you got the people who just like whatever not even gonna just gonna look over this shit so I say all that to say with Andre putting this shit out people gotta just people are already kinda like closed minded mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of people it, this shit ain't gonna go they're not gonna take it in as it should be taken in people don't wanna okay. digest certain things he already put disclaimers on the project. I feel like it go. I feel like it goes back hold to the on, conversation. Hold on, hold on. Okay. He had to put a disclaimer on the project, saying no bars. He's already talked about it. The fact that you got to do that, you already letting people know. Like, listen, this is not a lyrical rap. This isn't anything like that. This is something that you sit back, damn near meditate to. It's experimental. A lot of people who even really like like hip hop and rap don't really dabble into that side. So it's like. Again, you gotta have an open mind to even be able to digest what he's putting out. So I'll just say and I'll just say like I don't feel like people are gonna be able to appreciate it like that other than the Andre Dick Riders and me. People like me. Or you. I mean, that's fair. But I mean I also you know, I also feel like this kinda goes back to the point I always make with artists putting out new and different types of shit that their audience is not used to. People don't never wanna let the fucking artist grow and evolve. And do some new shit that they ain't used to getting from the artist. So it's like, no, I ain't mad at him. I'm not mad at him for putting out that disclaimer. I'm like, hey, this is not about some to people, be. This is not about to be. I know y'all haven't heard shit from me because when was the last time you gave us a project? A long time that ago. Love below. No, uh, Idle Wild. Oh, some yeah, okay, people you're right technically Idle Wild. But I'm just like, I mean, I remember, but didn't Big Boy have some tracks on that too? Yeah, I'm that sure. was like low key the last like technical outcast. Te- that was like low key outcast's last joint project together. True. So I would say technically his last solo work would have been that little below. So it's like I'm not mad at him. They're like yo, like I'm hearing some static in my I, headphones. It's probably from from this. Okay, yeah. But I was like, um, 
Yeah, that shit don't make no fucking sense. Like for people to be always asking and expecting the same thing from artists, especially when like they haven't their last body of work was like damn near twenty five years ago. But then again, like I said, also twenty five years ago, but twenty years ago, certain artists they get the pass because for some reason they just know how to pull it off. Andre is one of them people, man. If you haven't been paying attention, the dude's been a weirdo since he came to the game. So this you shouldn't be like expecting anything but weirdness, and I mean that in respect respectfully. But it's just like. I expect Andre to do some shit like this. And, and in fact, when you talk about growth, this makes sense. Andre Andre putting out a whole album with like uh, air air instruments and flutes and shit. That sounds like some three stack shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it personally. I'm accepted. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I mean, I'm here for it. Like, go ahead, put it out. I want to hear something from you. You've been, he's been one of my favorite artists for a long time. For a long time. Like, uh, I feel like this is one of those things where... At least where it's like elementary school. It's just like when Tyler, the creator, was talking about how he has a whole Bossa Nova album that he doesn't want to put out till like he's damn near in his 50s, 60s, whatever. This is a Bossa Nova album, bro. Tyler, the creator's fan base. Now, I can't say, though. Maybe I'm speaking a little too soon because I do feel like with the artist, like, no, nah, this brings... Actually, no. Nah. Back to my point. Even with like a person like Tyler, the creator, some people have a fan base that understands their artistry. So like back again to the Andre 3000 shit, Andre came into the game as a weirdo and we watched him grow. Tyler, the creator came in as a weirdo and we are watching him grow. Yep. He ain't the same Tyler. He was, he still like has that, like demeanor is the far, as far as like the attitude, mm-hmm. but his style and maturity has grown and developed into something completely different from the way he started out. He started out as on some skate rat shit. Right. Now he's on some model shit. The difference. Hold on. I'm saying that to say okay. now all that comes with the whole mode of things from style, fashion, music, all of that. So when he embodies all of that as he's growing, it's not surprising if he puts out a fucking Boston Nova album. Even if, because I'm saying that because like his core audience started out listening to him putting out rap music. But his same core audience is Tyler, right? Yeah, or Andre, uh, uh, Tyler. But okay. his same core audience has followed him all the way through and is willing to grow with him and appreciates the shit that he does outside of rap because he's that person. Like it's just some people can do it. So it's like I be, I say like that Bossa Nova album. It's like, what well, you saying? What you making that look for? No, because I'm. Then you go. Come on. Because like, <laughs> bro, I like everything that Tyler's done. Like he ain't missed to me. I'm, he hasn't. But, and, okay. all his, all his, and he's like a Kanye in a sense so it's like if he puts a whole album out that's opera it don't fucking, it's probably gonna still have a Tyler the Creator S to it and we all still gonna appreciate it because it's Tyler the Creator yeah but okay here's my, here's my point here's on my way in I agree with you but the only thing that I feel like you're failing to kind of take into account is the fact that Tyler consistently puts out bodies of work Andre 3000 does not consistently put out bodies of work. The last thing we got from him was like that. Uh, the one I said, was it the Mother's Day? Mother's Day like EP? Yeah, but you can't compare that. Why can't I? Because Andre's legacy, not saying Tyler ain't cemented his legacy already because he kind of has, but Andre's legacy has been cemented and Andre's career path has been longer than Tyler's. Yeah, and he has. Had, and but from his on a album solo, was on a solo tip though, he hasn't been consistent in terms of delivering and providing his fan base with new material to engage with like Tyler the Creator does. I don't think he's had to. That's not my point. My point is people are going to allow Tyler 
more wiggle room to kind of like, in my opinion, to kind of like test and test and I guess learn. I kind of see what you're saying though, because he's been more. He's in been the... consistently trying shit in front of pe- in, in people's face, and he's been more visible. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's been more visible. I feel that Andre 3000 is not really all that. He's never really been all that visible outside of like the Outcast days. But I feel like even in the Outcast days, he was visible enough to where we understood where he was going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I mean. That was during out. That was during the days of Outkast. It wasn't just him. True. It was him and somebody else. True. True. Tyler's whole career, for the most part, has kind of been on the solo tip. True. He was just a part of a collective, almost kind of like on some Wu Tang shit, where it's like they all together, but they all got their solo shit. All right. I feel that. I got you. That's just my point of view. No, I feel you on that though. I feel you on that. I agree. I mean, shit, at the end of the day, like... Like I said, I'm here for it, though. Playing, playing, and, like, the thing is, with Andre 3002, I think a, I think a rap album will come one day. It seemed like, to me, he he wants to, but he ain't in the place, but I feel I like... I don't think he really cares to rap anymore. For that real, ain't for true. He, has, he said he does want to. I'm saying, I don't feel like... I'm not to say that he doesn't totally have, like, a love or desire to rap anymore. I just don't feel like he cares to, like, always want to deliver some, like... I don't know. Prime example would be like that Mother's Day project that came out. People were like, well, this is Andre 3000? I'm like, I mean, he is an actual musician. He plays instruments and stuff. Like, So why would you expect him to only just hop on it or produce something that would be consistent of him essentially spitting like a hot 16? Kind of brings it back to what I was saying. Some people are either going to understand it. Or they're not. Or they're not. And like I said, that also goes back to the point I'd be making all the time. Gotta let artists kind of grow and evolve and Step out of... But I also said some motherfuckers be stagnant. That's true. So, yes. It's 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 a slippery slope with that shit. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah. So, Andre 3000 got a new project coming out. Yes, indeed. Do you know what it's called? Um, fuck. I should by now. Have they, like, actually not to date for it? Uh... Or is it just one of those? I think it is actually... It is actually... I think it got a date... Give it a project, or bro was thinking about putting the project out, or he's been talking about putting the project out. No, it ain't. Uh, hold on. Is he gonna pull a Playboy Cardi? Because people were people were asking for that whole lot of red from Playboy Cardi for forever. It took him like four years to give us that, and it shouldn't take Playboy Cardi four years to turn out. Yeah, it's called New Blue Sun. New Blue Sun. Yeah. Does it have a date? Uh, November seventeenth. Friday. Oh, this Friday? Yeah. Mm. Exactly. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to the next, man. We still got a lot to unpack, bro. It's on those platforms. We got a lot to unpack. I keep saying that because it's so much. Um, We're going to move on to the next thing. Uh, We on music still, y'all. So new music just dropped. Um, Randomly stumbled upon Rob Banks' project with Tony Snow. Tony Snow, my bad. Oh, that project is with Tony Snow? Yeah, bro. I thought it was just Rob Banks' project. I didn't look at the... Sometimes I'll be worried about you. Bro, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm dead ass. Like, where do you be at, bro? Do you not be actually listening? Like, I was like... I, it's, I added bro. to my, I added to my uh, iTunes library, too. But I didn't look to see who's... Uh, <laughs> I just typed in Rob Banks, and it popped up. I didn't type in Tony yeah, Snow. Yeah, but like, you you, you, def, you didn't hear Tony Snow rapping at all on none of those I tracks? I mean, it could have been a feature. Okay, but... <laughs> I mean, so he featured on every single song? I didn't know he was on every single song. You weren't listening then. I wasn't. You know, I'd be listening to beat to the beat a lot of times. The first pass through. 
Y'all hear this? <laughs> like, I listen to the beats a lot first. And pass I smoke more weed than he do. Hey, man, look. I listen to the production a lot first pass through. And then after I listen to the production and figure out which tracks I actually rock with, then I'll listen to those tracks again. And then I'll let the whole project run through. Well, for those that don't know, Tony Snow and Rob Banks dropped the project. Tony Snow is from Atlanta. Um, Rob Banks. Florida. Florida. Um, Florida. As he liked to say, Shaggy Son. Shaggy Son. Um, so, yeah, they dropped the project. And you need to as make far as I'm concerned, I'm not mad at the project, bro. Cause like, no, it's actually good. Rob Banks has always been one of those artists that like I ain't never been mad about. He, I, he, I got some joints of his, and it's just like you know, I play his shit. He's not like super crazy to me, but at the same time, like he ain't bad. So it's like he got some joints. Tony Snow, new artist to me. I slowly been gravitating towards him, and I'm starting to get acquainted with his sound more. Got a few joints that I fuck with from him as well. But they did this project, and I fuck with it because for for one, they paying homage. It's a mixtape vibe. For one. Two, they named the project I Can't Feel My Face 2. I'll give y'all a fun fact. I Can't Feel My Face 1 and 2 is literally, literally like one of my favorite mixtapes. Jewel Santana and Lil Wayne. Wayne. Shit's classic. Like, that I Can't Feel My Face 2 is like literally one of my favorite uh, mixtapes. So, the fact that they even like, you know, had that whole little concept, I can't feel my face too. That type the original I can't feel my face came out like what, oh six? Something like that, bro. I can't it's in, around there. It's, school, right? it's around there. Something like that, bro. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm getting like, older, we so it's hard to go back that far. About to go into like summer of eighth grade or we were in eighth but grade yeah. when it came out. Shit's is um Shits was was classic. But anyway, so yeah, they did that little uh uh, that little collab, and then they they pay homage to like the Evil Empire. Take they got the Evil Empire, uh, to host the shit. So the whole thing just has that old school, uh, early or mid two thousands mixtape. Yeah, mid two thousands mixtape vibe. Um, and then also the some of the production they got on some tracks that we like were some mid two thousands vibes. Cannon. Uh, that Too Fast Too Furious. Um, what was DJ Drama's beat that they? I don't know, but you cut me off. My B. <laughs> God damn. I'm going to be my mid-2000s but my fucking, drops. But that fucking... Because uh, the, 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 I'm, I'm losing train of thought when you fucking saying shit. <laughs> Police. Where'd you find that? Uh, Fuck, bro. <laughs> fuck you, dude. Making me forget what the fuck I'm talking about, man. It's getting late. <laughs> shit. My B. The hell. Man, yeah. I don't smoke a lot. Like, come on. Like, damn. I'm trying to, like, keep okay. up with this shit. But yeah, Tony You're not Snow. gonna remind me what the fuck and I was Rob, just Tony saying. Tony Snow and Rob Banks dropped the mixtape. It reminds you of the 2000 mixtape, the 2000 yeah. mixtape vibe. I was just saying some <laughs> shit and I can't remember now because you was fucking me up. Canon, Canon, Canon. So that, yeah, that the point the point is though they they got a tape out, man. I this dude like that was Canon. Who drama was drama's tag, bro? I mean, I'm sorry, you made me you made me think about the mixtape, man. I was just like all those iconic drops and tags, man. Hmm. Uh, what I was trying to say, I remember now. They okay. fucking was paying homage to a few fucking mid two thousand songs. They had that Too Fast Too Furious uh, beat that they did. They also did uh, the uh, Devil in the Red, Devil in a New Dress. I think what's it called? The Rick Ross and Kanye, mm. or is it Devil in the Red Dress? I forgot the name. I'm getting so in a red dress. yeah, Devil in the Red Dress. That beat go hard. They sampled that shit. Um, the dog ass track was fire. That's not really. That's like more. 
And that little new dress was off my twisted. Uh, yeah, I know. That's more like 2011. 2011. I know, but I said that second after I mentioned oh. the, the mid 2000s thing. But yeah, the point is they had some some good production on that man that I fucked with. Uh, how do you feel about the project? I mean, I don't know any of the songs for real, for real on the joint, but from what I've heard, I like it. Every time you're playing something off it, I was like, yo, what's this? <laughs> yo, who's this? What's that? I'm like, yo, just still that Tony Snow. That, uh, not Tony Snow, but Rob Banks. I guess it is technically Tony Snow, too, but now that I know it's Tony Snow. Yeah, thank you for butchering my take. I ain't butchered your take. <laughs> you did, though. Because I was like, I kind of was on a little thing, and then it's like, it fucked up my momentum, and now I'm kind of like, fuck it, I'm off. I don't even care no hey, more. Like, be. Those, tag, those tags was in my head, and they was coming out. Um, Police, where did you yeah, find that? If y'all ain't heard it yet, you will be hearing some tracks from this shit on the jam session, but you can check it out. In the meantime, I Can't Feel My Face 2. That's two as in T-O-O. Rob Banks and Tony Chanel. Yeah, and if you haven't tapped, tapped into the Jam Sesh yet, it's available on Spotify and Apple. Apple Music. I'm supposed to say Apple Podcast, but Apple Music. Um, yeah, so they got that new project out. It's pretty good. If you haven't heard it yet, I suggest you listen to it. Uh, so, next topic. I don't know if y'all been under a rock or not. I feel like that's my, my new phrase now. Don't live under a rock. But, um... Lil Yachty has been making news kind of on social from, from like a, I mean, I guess he's got a, he's got a whole podcast now. So that's been, he's got a bunch of clips circulating from that, but I guess as of late, he's been circulating for his, I guess, stance on the state of music. Hip hop, not music, hip hop. Hip hop specifically in music, uh, the quality more specifically thinks it's not there anymore and he said there's no reason he said he's not surprised that i guess he's, he's kind of not surprised the fact that like hip-hop's kind of taking a hit in terms of popularity i'll let you weigh in on that me being a hip-hop head and then i'll, I'll be, run uh, some like little yachty footage in the background me being a hip-hop head i actually am very passionate about this shit i'm very passionate about the preservation of uh is a preservation that's the word right yeah preservation preservation of um hip-hop so it kind of hurts when I'm, everybody like a lot of people are saying that the state of hip-hop is bad and people are kind of over it i'm hearing a lot of people just saying a lot of things and people are kind of like low-key kind of giving up like there's people that's kind of giving up in a sense um from you know from all walks of life some people are just fed up with the, the state of inequality and I feel like in order to change that, like I said a few episodes before, that is an artist and consumer thing. It takes the consumer and an artist to shift this shit and to twist this shit around so where we can actually get back quality music. So what Lil Yachty said was the state of hip hop right now is a lot of imitation. It's a lot of quick, low quality music being put out. It's a lot it's a lot less risk taking, it's a lot less originality, and people are too safe now. Now this was something that he had said at a Rolling Stones um some type of Rolling Stones event. And he's with Tierra Whack when he had mentioned this. To me, I think he's one hundred percent right. But I think it's coming from the wrong the message coming from the wrong person. 
The reason why I say that is because. So you think it's one of those like don't don't shoot the messenger, type of situations. What you mean don't shoot the messenger? I'm shooting him. <laughs> because at the end of the day, the only thing that Lil Yachty is original Try with. Try to save Yachty. The only thing that Lil Yachty is original. And by the way, y'all. People know how I feel, man. I, I'm the type of person, I speak how I feel. I don't sugarcoat shit. I don't give a fuck. And it's my opinion at the end of the day. But I will say this, and a lot of people be knowing me. I speak my opinions, but a lot of times shit I be saying be having some validity to it. If you hear what I'm saying and where I'm coming from, I be having the receipts to back shit up. A lot of times I just go off of what a motherfucker say. So that's my disclaimer before I get, you know, going to what I'm about to say. So... The only thing that I could say as far as like what he's contributed as far as originality, I'm not going to talk image and, and brand and marketing because that's he's 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 good with that. He's genius with his brand. Like he knows what he's doing with the marketing and branding. But as far as music wise, his sound, sound as in like vocals, like in cadence and the way he sounds, that's original. I, I, I give him props for that. That's original. Would you agree? His sound, as far as how he he sounds, is original. Yes. Unique, I think is the word to put. Most definitely, 100%. So I'm not going to take that away from Lil Yachty at all. You definitely have contributed to the sound. But when it comes to substance, that's where I have a problem with him saying things about low quality. My guy, you yourself have literally been in an interview and said you don't do drugs. Yet... All of a sudden, in the past few years, you literally talk about RPs. You talk about lean. He took the walk to Poland. No, he talks about popping pills, too. He took the walk to Poland. So the point I'm and you making a joke being funny <laughs> is another reason why we can't push forward. All right. Nah, man. for real. Because it gets annoying as fuck. I'm going to be on your... You, I'm, hey, look, I hate to be like that, but the only reason why I'm being anal about this shit is because, for real, y'all, we can't have serious conversations. Because people only want to care about the beat or make jokes like that. But you got kids out here really popping pills that don't know nothing about drugs. So we say all that shit. Okay. I'm being right, real. Right, so right, stop right, making right, a joke right, out of everything. Right, 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 not okay. everything's a fucking laughing matter for real though. Okay. All right. It's like, like for real. I'm not trying to make it be a dick. But like we do because we're going into this little RT conversation right after this. You're right. And, right, and, and, and so like are we going to play jokes about it or are we going to be serious nah, and be adults? We're going to be serious. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day. We can be adults. Let's be real. You a young black male, right? Yeah. Hip-hop was created by who? Young black men. We need to be helping to preserve the life of who? Young black so men. So why, okay, so let's, let's quit the bullshit. All right, let's all Let's right. get serious for a second. All right, all right, so when all you, right. so when we want to talk about quality of music, I don't want to hear Liyadi talk about quality of music when you are still talking about doing drugs just like everybody else. And if you don't do drugs, then don't talk about it, bro. You're a hypocrite. And the thing is, people like people don't want to speak up and say the truth. I'm gonna say the truth, and you can't get on me because I'm going off what the man said. Go on Google and look up all the shit he said. I'm not making any of this up. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I'm not bashing him for it because, like I said, he right, but it's like coming from the wrong person. It's like, dude, like you low key be putting out and and yeah, you got that little song with J Cole. Cool, congratulations. I'm not even hating on that. We I'm fucking with that actually, but all I'm saying is. If you're going to make a statement like that, be consciously aware of the things you're saying too. Because substance-wise, you you make you made references to popping pills. You made references to drugs. Last time I checked, that's what everybody is talking about in their songs. Am I right or am I right? You're right. Okay, so but it also goes back to another point that I made. Actually, I want to say when Olivia might have been here, I was like, 
to one of those situations where it's like it's also kind of hard to fault the artists for making the music they're making if it's not that's what is going to generate them revenue that's not that is the most dumbest cop-out excuse ever dude Lil Yachty was making money you just heard me say in the interview he said that he didn't do drugs this was I mean, a but he's also like but he's also he's been not, making money before he was making yes, money at that also, time at that. this point he's also kind of like oh, man, this man has been in target makes, this kind of makes what i'm about to say even worse because he's a mainstream artist now at this point so it's you know what's crazy? No, I'm I'm about to, I'm about to really fuck you up. All right. So you say all that, right? I say all that, right? Now you heard me and mention. I'm only saying I'm, a, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm like more context. I'm only saying that as a person that used to work in marketing, a person on. that has to like that understands like that you got to like curate a specific image or play in the trends to actually be relevant. And Yo, stay what relevant. happened to fucking uh, Burberry Perry, man? Because that one, I don't know. Anyway, so but anyway, um, what I was saying is like I understand how somebody who was an artist at that level could easily fall into that trap because it's like that's i gotta not a, remain relevant not, i gotta find a way to make money yes that's bro that's I'm literally about to get, I'm about to tell you why, the only not. reason in my mind it can make sense for them to continue to i'm gonna tell you why placate into that shit i'm gonna tell you why all right i excluded i mentioned the shit with him and his sound mm-hmm. you heard me earlier say i'm not mentioning anything about his brand and marketing this man is beast with his brand and marketing. His team is amazing. This man is right. getting mad checks outside of rap. So I don't want to hear anything about he ain't eating good. We're not talking, but I'm talking about from a music standpoint. He wants his music to sell. His other shit's going to sell. Bro, he's, he's personable. He just put a whole experimental album out. He has a fan base enough to where he can do his own thing and not make music about doing drugs. That's an excuse, man. I don't want to hear that shit. It's an excuse. But are you understanding the point? Are you understanding the point that I'm making though? No, I I don't I don't buy into that. I buy I, that is bullshit to me. I don't any artist that gotta compromise themselves for the money, bro. You're not a real artist if you if that's that at that point. And now I'm gonna just keep it a buck. I don't care who you are. If you have to compromise your artistry for the money, then you don't really care about your art and you don't really care about being an artist. Some of them don't give a fuck about it. Some of them are literally only here for money. Okay, so then if that was and I'm not saying Lil Yachty is, but if you're defending him in well, that he could be. But if you're defending him in that point, like you're saying, then he can't make that statement like I'm saying. Make it, bring it my point, coming from the wrong person. Message coming from the wrong person. If that's based off what you're saying. So I never said the message wasn't coming from the wrong person. So I'm just I'm just saying. I'm not saying he he because I feel like I, I don't agree with that though. I do know that Lil Yachty cares about the music. I do believe that. I think that Lil Yachty is a musician and he definitely has artistry. I'm not gonna sit there and take it away from him. All I'm saying is substance wise, bro, you can't sit there and but tell every, me the quality. Every, is but every artist out there don't. No, so now every artist doesn't. But you're speaking on you. We're yeah, talking. We're, stri- we're strictly does. talking about the artist that has it and is choosing not to for the money. Now, it's different between a motherfucker that never had the talent. I don't expect the motherfucker to go too far with this substance. But a person that already is owned that has been doing it and then deciding, well, let me compromise a little bit because I need to stay relevant. Why do you think Drake's that- out, man? Do so hot. He was compromising to stay relevant. Yeah, but he didn't have to do that. Exactly. He didn't have to. He fell into the trap. Yeah, he fell into the trap. I agree. I do agree. That's I, the entire point I'm making. But but no, 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 no. That's not the point you're making. To because remain you're relevant making, and stay on trend. That's not the point you're making. What's the point I'm making? Because then? you said it. it to, you know, you said it to 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 still make money. Drake don't need that shit. 
Drake don't need the money. If you put an album out, Drake don't need the money. I'm making money. If I'm putting, if I'm putting a body of work out, my intent is to make money off of it. Whether that be from a Drake tour standpoint, literally doesn't have to worry about putting out generating money. revenue off of streams. We all know that with the way Drake's been moving, he moves how he wants. The, he can do whatever he wants with an album, and he doesn't even have to sell. And he's gonna be good. He can put you're a bad album out and still gonna go. My point. The point is, if you're gonna put out a body of work as an artist, usually your end goal is to generate some type of revenue off of it. But you're talking about somebody his stature. It doesn't go like that with him. I'm sure he doesn't. He's at a place where he could just put music out for fun. He don't give a fuck, bro. He can. So that when he's not in the same, you can't put him in the same category. I'm talking about mainstream art, just mainstream artists as a whole. People that are at that tier where it's like, damn, like I also got this label behind me. The label's got to make money off of this shit. I need to play into the shit that I know is going to guarantee me these sales. If that means I, I gotta talk about this bullshit, I'm talking about this bullshit real quick. I still, it, it, it's, it, it's, and then a, when I have time to revert back to the type of music that I really want to make, I'm gonna make the type of music that I really want to make. It's a case by case situation. I, I think depending on the artist or who it is, they don't have artistry. Like I said, a person like Drake, I can't like if it, Drake decides he wants to put out a fucking reggae album, dude. Like he's the type of person he can do that regardless. It's Drake, but. Certain motherfuckers, man, like, no, nah, like, you can't do that. What? I'm just trying to understand your point. So you said because Drake is Drake, he can do it? I'm saying certain artists at the end of the day, man, are at a point where, like, the money doesn't matter. So, like, he can literally do what he wants, and it, and it, and it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really doesn't matter. He can literally do what he wants for fun for the sake of him, and, and, and it's not going to affect his pockets at all. So so him choosing so him choosing to put out an album that relates to the young cats and taking a risk to do that doesn't really affect him too much because it's Drake. Yes, people, he'll get, he might get some, uh, some, some, some bad reviews or whatever, but at the end of the day, it's Drake, and it's not going to affect him that way compared to another person. Yeah, no, but my original, kind of my original point was that if you as an artist who also makes money off of music, want to remain relevant in the music lane, I could see how you could fall into the trap of trying to produce musical content that is on trend currently. Whether that be TikTok-esque content, bullshit-ass content where you're talking about drugs and violence and sex. Like, I, I get how it could happen. We're going to actually go ahead and move this into the next topic too since we're already on it. We're going to go right into uh, the little RT after this. But yeah, so <clears throat> to wrap this up, I respect what he's saying, but I don't respect what he's saying. And uh, yeah, and how do you feel about that? Am I tripping? I mean... Am I being too hard on him? Or am I making sense? I mean, you're making sense. But at the same time, like I feel like, you know... It's nothing you can really say. If you're literally, it's tough. Cause I even gonna, think of, I even think of the peers, the the, the peers that people like, kind of like, if you put him up against, I'm like, damn, they kind of making. I don't know, man. Like, if you're gonna really say that the quality of music is low, then stop making songs about everything else that everybody else is talking about. Like, it's just as simple as that, man. I that's mean, that's a fair ask. I'm not mad at that ask. Like, like, yo. I don't want to hear any. If that's the case, don't make another song about lean. Don't mention nothing about a, about a bitch. Don't mention anything about your watch. 
Don't mention anything about popping perks. Let's hear you get original. And this ain't directed. But he likes clothes and stuff like that. So he gonna this ain't directed towards shoes. Lil Yachty. 100%. This is just in general. Because like I said, Lil Yachty just put out an experimental album. I'm not... Far, Lil Yachty is an artist. So I'm not like... You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying based off what he said. So in general, if you're going to make a statement like that, like, do something different. You know what I'm saying? Substance-wise, I don't want to hear that shit. And that brings us into the next fucking topic, which is even more cringe. Because the shit that Lil Yachty said wasn't cringe at all. But this shit is actually like... And I'm going to let you go first, since you just watched it. I want to hear your take 100% how you feel. Oh, God. Because it's like, your ass was just all giggly and laughing. Who? I yeah, over you, the little Yachty shit. Because I, I, tra- I cracked a little walking polo joke. I want to hear you. And he went aggro. <laughs> I was like, God damn. Actually, okay, Dad. <laughs> I want to hear a mature response from you and see how you feel. Because I never really hear a mature response from from, from Earn on, on topics that doesn't matter. I mean, I'm... You know, I'm a I'm a jokester in general. So when mature topics come out, I'm usually quiet. I know this motherfucker annoying, I'm like, man. Yo, I'm like, yo, can I'm you please? Like, oh. I'll be saying serious ass shit. He be laughing. I'm like, bro, I'm dead ass. And you know how I get. I know, I know, I know. Uh, shit. God, this shit. I don't know, man. This is tough to watch because, like, I was telling you earlier. I feel like usually in videos like that are kind of of this nature, it's usually the, the other way around where it's like the adults. Other ones rapping and flashing money and guns and talking about sex and women and doing hood rat shit with their friends. But in this case, it's the other way around. The kid is the one rapping about it and the adults are in the background kind of just like cheering it on. I don't know. This is a weird situation. This is, this is weird to watch. And I don't know you when should you feel uncomfortable. The, when you hear the when you hear the music behind it too, it's like, dog, you're not even ten. Like, you shouldn't be talking about any of this stuff. And then what's even foul is they gonna call me a hater. They gonna say and it's odd because like the production quality of this is like really really good too. Which is why I'm like, why can't y'all? I don't know. Why can't y'all give him the camera? Let him shoot the shit. Not even no 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 not even that not even that. Out Instead of, of having him be in front of the camera, like no, no, he can know. be in front of the camera and let that man, let that little boy shine. But not this way, though. Exactly, in my opinion. Like, no, no, exactly, exactly. Let the little boy shine. It's kind of cringe. There's so many things, and this is the reason why I got on your ass just a second ago. Because the thing is, y'all, I'm all about entertainment, man. I love. We just talked about this shit in a few episodes ago. I love my turned up ratchet shit. I listen to street shit. I'm not going to sit and act like I don't. I love that shit. We all do. But we have to have a balance and also understand we just, Lil Yachty just said the state of hip hop is, is, is bad right now. This little boy is nine years old and it's literally like, I mean, pretty much everything that I like, uh, am afraid of this is it's happening in reality. Like it's getting younger and younger. It feels like a boondocks episode. You know what I'm saying? And it's so fucked up because us as society is so lost that people will literally bash people for trying to lead this little boy in the right direction. Like, I'll be reading the comments and people literally be like, legit, like, 
getting on people's head for trying to call out the fuckery. I mean, this is the first time. This this is the first time I was ever on Candace Owens. Uh, Motherfuckers talking about some uh, side when she was talking about some black lady issues. He get, he getting One of the few money. times anyway. He getting money. Like first off, y'all, if money is the only thing that matters, and don't get me wrong, because money, we in a place right now where money does matter. But if it's if, part of the reason why I was saying what I was saying earlier. But at the same time, we have to understand where we are in life, bro. I'm a young black male, dude. My mother told me as a young black male when I was I didn't even understand this shit. She told harder, twice yeah, as hard for you. She, than she told else. me it was gonna be harder for me, man. I thought that shit was being negative, yo. Like I really didn't understand that shit. Being told that and having certain things instilled in me. I, I'm 30 years old and I'm alive, man. And I ain't never, you know, I got a good head on my shoulders, you know. And luckily, I didn't necessarily grow up in the hood. I didn't grow up in the streets. No, I didn't. But I always knew my self-worth. And I feel like that's the thing we should know regardless of where we at. And it does take a village to raise. It's the truth. Like, that's a true statement. It takes a village for real. Like, we, it's different from the way we came up. Our parents... That whole raise a village thing made more sense when they were kids because it really was like that. Hell no, not even that. I mean, shit, when we were growing up, I feel like... um, But it was even more solid. Nah, because I even think of situations in my neighborhood like where it's like, yo, like, don't do no dumb shit even if your parents ain't even around because, like, the people in the neighborhood know you. They know who your parents are. They know your parents don't play that shit. Right. So, but I'm saying, like, before us, it was even more tight-knit when they were kids. Oh, yeah, I guess you got a point because people could actually... Whoop you know, your ass. right? So <laughs> nowadays, you nowadays got you can't whoop somebody else's kid ass. You got kids having kids. It's not happening. You got kids having kids. What is this? See, yeah, we, we, can stop, we can stop this. You got kids having kids, and it's getting younger and younger. So, with that being said, you got kids that are like raising kids, man. So the expectations are lowered because they're not actually adults. You feel what I'm saying? I feel like that's a problem, but also, again, just like understanding your power as a black person, especially as a young black male, we got to we gotta really like preserve our kids, man, and like the youth, and just knowing where things are going, it's scary, bro. Like, I don't want to say names and get personal on like- You don't got to say no names. I don't want to get personal things, but this- People that I know personally that are influenced right now by the wrong thing. People that are young, uh, getting caught up thinking that they are gangbangers, want to sell drugs. And these are people that I know that literally don't live that life at all. But they're I mean, influenced we, by the wrong things. And and I'm speaking of personal people that I know. But I'm saying like I know what you're talking about. But there's people right. that there's people that are using now they want to get into rap. It's just like it's almost like how can I say this? How we was just talking about that John Morant thing with how like the chain and all that it all mm-hmm. kind of it literally does kind of plays coexist. into yeah like and people don't understand, understand that, that shit like so when I bring up people like let's say you a young kid right that's why I was like when they when they gave me that when, I, when they I found out they gave me that chain I was like they really gave this man chain you you a young black kid right and you might grow up you might grow up in the projects let's say hypothetically grow up in the projects right everything around you is street for the most part all right. Social media is already pushing that, like, you know, a nine to five is bullshit. Getting money is the move. They don't necessarily show you what they're doing, but pretty much everybody on social media is, is looking like looking like something. And if they rapping nine times out of ten, they looking like they trapper. 
or they trapping or they or they're glorifying something that's related to something street even if they're not doing it it's just what it is so you got kids that are inevitably thinking that they gotta portray an image just to even fucking be a rapper it's already bad enough that they gotta feel like they gotta portray an image to fit in society now they decide okay i want to be a rapper but it's like rap was my point rap was never even built off this shit though i'm saying you're making my point from the last topic of discussion where it's like they feel like they have to placate into these specific but bro, spaces. But to we're not talking about pop or be relevant. You're, you're using that as for everybody. I'm not. You can't jump around. You. I'm talking about somebody that's not even on yet. I'm talking about yeah. a regular. No, I'm they're talking, trying to create a persona. That's not. That's not the same as it a motherfucker. No, it's same. not, dude. Because the person who's already on is trying to maintain that persona. But they have way more. They have way more. Uh, they're in a better position to, to leverage that without actually going that route versus somebody who doesn't have that. So I'm not comparing those two. It's not the same. It's not. Somebody that already is on and successful and is getting money, they have way more leverage to move around. They don't necessarily have to go that route. Yes, they do have way more leverage to get around and maneuver, but who's to say that they didn't take that route to get to where they were? What, compromising? Yeah, compromising and talking about some shit that acting putting on the facade in the front. Portraying to be some portraying to be themselves is something that they're not. I'm talking about all the time. You're talking about people that started out that way. I'm talking about in general. I'm talking about people who started out that way, maintained that image, and became successful off that image. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, happens. It's a lot to unpack on this. Honestly, I'm trying to like to like unpack it without getting deep into it. But really and truly, they're fucking this kids up. This fuck this kid's life up. Um, and the only way I feel like they're not is if this kid legit. Is using this as an image 100% and he doesn't do like he he's not around it he don't like the only way I could see this working is if he basically lives in the suburbs and doesn't live in the hood at all and it's just literally an act if that's not the case they're setting that kid up for failure so I don't think that's I, I, wait hold on wait so you said you think that is happening you don't think that's happening I don't think that's happening I'm pretty sure he's in the hood probably oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, so if that's the case they're setting that kid up for failure because you're not bringing, first off, you're not instilling anything in him that is actually uplifting to him or the youth. You literally are, and this is the thing that gets me about society. I'm calling everybody out. Anybody who thinks this shit is cool, y'all pieces of shit, man. I'm going to be honest. And you can say whatever you want. He getting money, you put money in his pocket. Bro, think about what message you're pushing to the youth. Literally, bro. Like, it's, it's, you're completely, like, you're crazy. Like, and on top of that, we got kids literally dying. This kid was talking about gunplay in his song, bro. He might not have ever even shot a gun in his life. The next, video, be, the next video after, there was a kid actually holding a gun. Now, now I don't know this kid. It'd be one thing if he really is in the streets and he messed with a gun. I can't speak on that if that's the case. If he, if he already done crossed that dark side, then it's different. And I'm not justifying it, but if you have crossed that side, even as a youth, I can't speak on your life experiences. That's not my place to do so. But if you have not lived that life, there should be no reason why we're entertaining that shit. And then the other thing that gets me, as soon as something happens to that kid, everybody gonna wanna be like, rest in peace, rest in peace. And that's that stupid ass ignorant shit because you could have saved his life. Y'all only wanna fucking do rest in peace when he's gone, but you didn't say nothing when you bumping the beat and listen to the, sh- listen to the song. So keep that same fucking energy, yo. Because at the end of the day, words got power. So like... I'm just, I, I gotta get amped up on people because we gotta do better, man. Or else we gonna get more of this. And we ain't gonna do nothing but get a, a vicious cycle. More kids dying. More kids getting into to the wrong shit. And my last thing, 
why is it that as a young black male, this has to be the only thing? We are not just rappers and fucking football players and basketball players. There's more to black people, bro. Believe it or not, black people have invented so many great things, yo. Like, literally. Like, this is not what we represent. It really isn't. And that's what I think a lot of people are mad about with hip-hop. Because hip-hop was never... We didn't... That's not what represents us. And the way shit is being pushed is tainting hip-hop to the point people don't even want to deal with this shit no more. Like, people are literally saying, I don't even want to listen to rap no more. And it's like, but yeah, wait, I mean, a lot of, I think of there's places, great rap out of here. I think of a lot of the places out here in Portland, even from, like, a venue standpoint, they don't necessarily want people playing rap like that in their bars and stuff like that. Because, I mean, they think, they think it's going to attract a certain crowd of demographics. So, it's just like, we got to shift this shit. And I'm passionate about it because, at the end of the day... Getting on my nerves. I can't play the shit I want to play. That's not true, because we still be turning up. Well, no, nah, but I'm just saying, though, in general, like, in... The broad landscape of the places that seem to exist, you can't really always play the shit you want. I mean, yeah, true, 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 like, true, 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 true. That is true. I'm be true. like, yo, what is this? We still be turning up though. Like that them franchise boy song we've been bumping, bumping this week. Yeah, we can't play that right now. Yeah, but that's for a different. <laughs> what I'm saying, but I'm saying like, but yeah, no, like, and I, I don't want to get serious. I'm, we're gonna move on, but I just wanted to say that like, it's so much more to us, y'all, and when we do things like this. I just want people to know that, like, when you do things like this and you glorify it, you're literally just perpetuating stereotype. And I want you to correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're not wrong. Because at the end of the day, like, it's entertainment, but at the same time, some of this shit is reality. Like, if the kid is literally in the hood and that's his reality, we're not helping him grow. And there's so many things in the world that he could talk about. Literally, like... Why is the first thing that he has to talk about related that he started off talking about getting hit? Or they could literally put the camera in his hand and teach him how to become a photographer or videographer. That's true. But he had, he clearly has talent. He can flow. So, But he could be, also be one of those situations where he didn't write I the keep, shit. And that's what I was about to say. I, I, I would keep saying I want to be done, but that's another thing too. Cause and that was another thing I was saying about like I guess it kind of goes back to the point. It was like yo, like bro, some of these artists that are popping don't even be writing their own shit. Damned if you. That's still no excuse. Damned if you do. Damned if you don't. Because if he, they're essentially puppets. If he didn't write this shit, that's fucked up. And if he did, it's fucked up. So it's either way, it's fucked up. There's no justif- justification. But if an adult wrote that, you are literally a piece of shit. And I don't want to use the hate word. I'm trying not to, but don't I, say it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, but it's, it just pisses me off because it's like, to, to, if you wrote that and gave that to a kid, it shows me that you genuinely don't care about the preservation of a black man. And that's just my opinion. But if you genuinely care and got a, got a sense in your head, you wouldn't write that and give it to a young kid like, and really think that's cool. You're lost. I don't give a fuck what you say. You're fucking lost and you are part of the problem. So... Y'all can call me a hater, call me whatever the fuck you want. I'm going to say suck my dick on that note. But other than that, hey, man, let that kid shine. I hope he finds a positive light, and I hope that nothing happens to him for real. Because, like, going that route, unless you're, like, like I said, in the I'm suburbs. Like, where is he going to perform this shit at? Oh, that ain't going to be a problem. He's going to be able to perform. I'm I don't know saying, why you think that's where, an issue. Where is he going to be able to perform this at? What you mean? Where is he going to be able to perform at? They're gonna have him. Gonna, that, that means if he's performing, the only place he could really perform this shit at would be like a actual club or venue that caters to like the twenty-one and up crowd. Damn near. Okay, 
People, you act like people ain't been in the club. Bow Wow was in, but you can, if you got. But Bow Wow wasn't making that type of music, nigga. It, no, but I'm <laughs> making a point that if you have adult supervision, you can get access to those things if you're just there to get paid for a performance. That's not a. That's I'm, just, not, I'm just thinking of the. I'm just thinking of the types of environments he's going to be constantly going into. Well, I mean, and that brings me to another point too. This you type want, of You want to put him in a. You want to put him in an adult. You want him talking about adult things. He's inevitably going to be moving fast. He's a nine year old doing things that an average nine year old probably isn't, isn't doing. doing. So he's going to live a fast life inevitably. And then if he's going to be a rapper in the entertainment industry, he's going to live a fast life inevitably. So that still brings me back to my point. You're not setting that kid up for failure. I mean, you're not setting, setting, you're, setting up for success. You're not setting that kid up for success, my yeah. bad. You're setting him up for mean. failure. Yeah, you're setting him up for failure. Um, because at the end of the day, like, he needs somebody that really cares about his well-being. And I don't think people, you can say what you want, but motherfuckers don't care about his well-being. Because if that was my brother, if that was somebody that was later than me, bro, I swear to God, I would not have him. He would not. He, he'll he get an ass whooping before he before he get on camera talking like that. Yeah, no, that ain't cool. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm I'm telling on you when we get back to the crib. Yeah, man. Telling your mom, your dad, grandma. I hate that shit, though, because it's like. Grandma going to hurt the worst. We got to do better, man. We, we, we really got to do better. Uh. Yeah, so, dang. Back to I guess more. I don't know, kind of unpleasant news tied to hip hop. I don't know if this unpleasant. It might just be all. It could, could be a joke. At the same time, um, allegedly Drewski got his chain snatched by Birdman and crew. You know, you got footage. What you, what you think about this? Uh, I don't really know what to think other than I think that it is uh. It's weird because I'm only going off of things that I have picked up personally off of just, I guess you can call it investigating. Not really though, but WAC 100 was talking about, I don't know if you saw or heard the clips, but WAC 100 was talking about how he don't like how uh, Drewski is playing. And Birdman was like, you know, he just a comedian, right? He's like, you know, cool, you know, be easy on 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 Drewski. He just a jokester. This came out of Birdman's mouth. I'm saying all that to say that Birdman acknowledges that Drewski is a jokester. So yeah, yeah. I believe that Juice that Birdman knows that Drewski would just be playing around and he don't he don't be tripping because the way he was saying it was like I'm cool with I, I'm cool with Drewski like he cool like he cool don't even yeah. trip. He was so I'm saying all that to say that. He said that clearly, so... But just because he said that don't mean that he really feel that way. Nah, you... He was talking to WAC 100. And if you oh, know... Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's what okay, I'm saying. Okay. WAC 100 was saying how he don't like how bro was playing with Birdman's name. And, and Birdman, Birdman was, was like, saying, man, don't even worry about it. He, yeah, he yeah, was like, he, he, like Birdman, he like, Drewski cool. He was like, he a comedian. He just be joking. That just be... He just be jokes. So if Birdman is saying this verbally to WAC, which is... We know they have a business relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's not just no anybody. So I have to believe that Birdman knows this. And on top of that, Birdman got too much money to be sending goons worried, on camera. Yeah, worried too. about Drewski. Well, even not even that, but like <laughs> the shit was on on camera. Yeah. So this is where it gets tricky because Birdman also don't play like that. Right. So it's like weird because it's like he got too much money to get on camera and rob somebody. But also, 
he got enough like he that. got enough power to make something happen not really even that but he don't even happen. play like that like that nigga don't play like that juice uh birdman ain't never been a been type, type to be on some like social media joke yeah. type situation so it's like so like but i will say this if juice was somehow able to do a business thing with birdman and get this off hey that's just fire kudos because like it's funny if it is like you know I don't necessarily think it's true, though, honestly. It's a little too weird to me because Birdman's too smart of a person to just do some shit like that. Mm -hmm. I think that's just calculated. I don't know. Anyway, here's the Breakfast Club talking about Drewski getting his chain to it. And uh, here's some of the nominations. Uh, Ice Spice has been nominated for four nominations. I thought he was gone. Best new artist, best rap song. I don't know what they're doing best, with this, man. Uh, song written and best pop duo still here. performance. All right, now... Also nominated. You can fast Ice Spice it. nominated for a Grammy. Hold up. Sorry. Yep. Damn. Mm -hmm. So Ice Spice, Victoria Monet. Uh, she about to get a Grammy. All right. Well, well saying the state of hip hop is dying. Well, hold on. Hold that ain't on, on your paper. No. We might have to fast forward for some of this. Yeah. Well, it said TMZ on the screen. It's like a, a oh, somebody re okay. watermark. This yeah. one. You want to go to this one? I have been dreaming. Don't even matter. But I just know that, yeah, like. Eh. Well, well, well. Looks like Birdman the finally caught. Oh, right? Come on, yo. Remember a while back they had went live and you know, yeah that's it right then he just runs was yeah somebody just sprint down the hallway you know replicate the <laughs> yeah they were saying they didn't know he ran so fast you know what I'm saying so they had it out with that so seems like Drewski you know these didn't sound out right and now, <laughs> you know what's like funny though that I thought it was kind of funny that it was like an epiphany what. I didn't really realize that the could have been symbol looks like a scent sign. So it's kind of like a disrespect. Because it's like, I didn't really pick up, the whole thing. I didn't pick up on the scent sign thing. I'm like, this shit like the scent sign. He's just being funny. That was funny. The whole joint is like legit jokes. And if you've seen any of the could have been like a live streams on social, they are hilarious. Fuck. Oh my God. That should be hilarious. He be calling motherfuckers fuck. And they don't even be batting the eye. Yeah, so Drewski got the could have been changed. Snatch. I know Chiggs is in here recording. Could have been. No Chiggs moved in here, right? Could have been. So Let's see, hold on. I gotta listen to this because he's bumping. Yeah, yeah. Right. Real Drewski quick. Is be on YouTube with it, man. Drewski, you owe Bun B your life. Now, after getting his chain snatched and getting clowned on the internet, Drewski posted yesterday that he was on his way to Birdman to get his chain back. Birdman dropped a video of his goon snatching Drewski's chain and you can see Drewski making the run for it. But not so fast. According to Drewski, he wasn't running out of fear. He was running to get his thin from the trunk. He said, TMZ ain't gonna show what happened before that though. Hashtag <laughs> that crazy, man. And he said, I was running to the trunk. But we finally have an OG in the game that's willing to step in and help out Drewski. A lot of people in the rap game are not willing to stand up to Birdman. People are scared. They don't want to be blackballed. But Bun B took a little time from flipping burgers to address another type of beef. This one with Drewski and Birdman. He told them, yo, 
Try to tell your Drewski, but you can hit me up to get your chain back. I heard those burgers were good. Drewski, right. I'm taking Bun B up on his offer. I'm going to take a couple shifts at Trail Burgers to help him out. If you ask me, this is really the only way Drewski can get his chain back. And no, this is not staged. I keep seeing some of you guys' comments, chicks. What will be trying to tell Drewski? It's got to be staged. I personally don't think so. Drewski has not been seen wearing that chain since it got I thought staged. he just said that he was going back to get his string. Drewski online willing to embarrass himself for joke and why would the og big og bun b get involved drewski it's time to call the og bun b get your chain back and end this beef with birdman asap so what you guys think about this man push comments below subscribe to my channel like this video i'll see you guys later it's just weird because it's like I do think that if Birdman legit did it, like, for some street shit, I think it is kind of whack. I, I think he should spare Drewski. Like, Drewski I mean, just being funny. I tried to run up on Charlemagne some years ago. That's different, though. No, it ain't. Yes, it is, because Drewski, like Birdman said, is a, is a comedian. I mean... Charlemagne is not. A comedian, no, he's not. <laughs> he's a radio personality, bro. I, I know, but some people would be like, he's trying to act like a comedian. Trying to act is two different things. Hey, man. So... Uh, it's funny, but not funny. It is funny because it's just funny, but I don't know. I don't know what to believe. It's very hard. It's weird. I don't know. Birdman is 50-50 because he don't normally play like this. So I, I can't even see him doing this on some clout shit. Right. Those also were like hotel surveillance cameras. There wasn't hotels, bro. Hmm? There wasn't no hotel, dude. Well, I, well, said, it was I venue, could tell you like don't be paying attention. It was like venue surveillance cameras. You, you don't be paying attention. I don't know where they were, bro. It was like venue surveillance cameras. There was records cameras. on the wall, so it was probably a studio. Oh, a studio. Well, either way, they had surveillance <laughs> cameras in there. I know, but it's like you didn't actually pay attention to the wall. It was records on the wall. Some of the hotel room. Bro, I didn't know. I wasn't paying attention to all the scenery. I was just looking at the altercation going on. But yeah, no. Nah, they, they was in some type of... They was in something that had... Some a, type of studio? They was somewhere that had that was music-related because they had records on the wall. I didn't peep that. Yeah. I didn't peep that even when I initially saw the, saw the clip on social. Yeah, so we don't know, man. Um, shit. I wonder what Birdman told, I mean, uh, Bit Bun B told him, though. He said, I told you, I tried to tell you. It was funny, though, because even uh, Drake had fucking, I thought people were trolling, though. Because Drake even said, stop playing type shit. Like, you better stop playing type shit. Uh, but I like, I thought he was just like, like trolling, like being funny. Like People don't play about their legacies and the shit that they've built. <laughs> You'll be trying to make a mockery of my name and the. The, but I don't think he's trying to make. I don't think he really think about Birdman when he's done that shit though. Bro, of course not. But I'm just saying he's obviously trying to be funny. But certain people don't play about their image. But but you know what's funny? You know what's ironic about all this? Birdman's making himself. Nobody was thinking about Birdman. Honestly, the same, like I said, the same the same thing happened with the Charlemagne situation where it's like, yo, like, bro, why are you running up on the radio personality? But, like, nobody was honestly, like, Relax. nobody was comparing Birdman. Like, the logo looks similar, but nobody's thinking about Birdman, though. Nah, bro, everybody was thinking about cash money. I wasn't. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I don't... Did you, so you must not have seen any of his original, like, IG lives then. I have. So, bro, the, ent the entire logo looked like the cash money shit. I, bro, you don't be listening. I just said the logo looked like it. Yeah. But I'm saying, but just the logo. But and he was don't... talking about giving people terrible deals and stuff like that, which is what they say Birdman is known for doing. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, I can't argue that. I can't yeah. argue that. That's funny, though. 
You can't eat me, bro. You can't eat. So you mad? You know, the, whole you motto, get... the whole motto back in the day was like, what, cash, money, where dreams come true? The whole slogan? Oh, shit. Like, all right. Well, that's what Wayne used to say all the time in the joint. Cash, money, records, where dreams come true. Okay, let me, I can't argue it no more. You got me. All right. Yeah, like, he got it. Him and him and Diddy, I feel like, are the are the, are the, are the so two of the producers that are, and label execs that are known for not having for not giving people the best contracts. Well, um, three sixty deal. Do you want to talk about this? Because personally, this I told you it's gonna be a long pod, so I think we should. I mean, this is what you want to talk about. I don't think it's as important, but this I definitely want to talk about. All right. All right. You gotta check your DMs though. Oh, you got the you got the, I got the image. Yeah. Oh. So what? Alright. <laughs> yeah. So next topic. <clears throat> um shit came out of nowhere, man. Kim Kardashian made it on the GQ cover. But not just any GQ cover. It's the man of the year cover. And I'ma let you go first. So I just like the picture. You said you like? <laughs> so so look, so look, so look. Okay. You said like pop up on the screen. Time out, time out, time out. So that's funny, you said you like the picture. Cause so let me get into because I said I was gonna let you go first, but when you said that, now you now I kinda wanna go. Cause it kinda reiterate your reaction reiterates how I feel. I just think it's funny. I don't know what the fuck they was thinking, but it works. Um, I, like, is it? Are they? I don't know. Like, cause, like, bro, I don't know why you're putting a woman on the front of the GQ cover, but and dude, I'm also y'all. You talking to somebody who I don't give a fuck about Kim K. Like, I don't pay attention to her. She is not somebody on my radar. But not gonna lie, the photo shoot was hard body, and she was looking good. I ain't mad at it. The, the shots look good. She ain't never really not look good. No, but like, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to hold you. Keep it that cover vibe. made me look at her in a different light. I don't know what it was. The, I need to look up the photographer. Shout out to the photographer. I, the, I ain't mad at it. I'm not mad at it, bro. Like, and I kind of like the, I like the shots. Like the Cheeto bag, the, the vibe with the Cheeto bag and like the just, I don't know. It's just a vibe. Like She on some like 80s. Uh... It's just a vibe, bro. Power suit kind of shit. She in the was first looking couple good. Images. I can't even hate. I can't hate. I really. I don't know why the fuck she's on the cover, but I'm not mad. I wonder if it has anything to do with the feminist movement going on right now. I think that's why for GQ to do, if that's the case. I mean, it could be. You, but it's a man's magazine. So, and it's the man of the year. And so that's like completely makes no sense. Like. You ain't gonna see no female of the year uh, issue with a man on it. Technically, they kind of happened already. I'm saying though, but you're not gonna get a man on the cover of a female of the year like Caitlyn Jenner was like. What's her name? Bruce Jenner, whatever. Oh, it's Caitlyn. Yeah, Caitlyn Jenner uh, was like trying to be a woman. Like that's different. Like. Like that's not it's it's a man, but at the end of the day, I'm saying it's like it's it, the uh, the uh, the look though. It wasn't like he was like flexing in muscles and like you know what I'm saying. That's not the same. That ain't gonna that's let that happen. Because the comedians were even making jokes about that. Shit. I mean, shit. Like, it's like, I, damn, I do think that that shit was weird. 
You know what I'm saying? But I don't think they'll ever let that happen. Like again, not I'm not. Or no, just in, in that, general. No, no, no. In that form, maybe. But I'm saying they ain't never gonna just let a masculine man oh, no, be on the cuff. That's what I'm trying to say, bro. I want so you bringing up uh, Caitlyn Jenner is not the same because Caitlyn Jenner was trying to present as a woman. I'm talking about a masculine man on the cover of a woman of the year issue. You're never going to see that, dog. You're never going to see that. Not happening. Correct me if I'm wrong. So, yeah. But. Well, she got in her story. This came out today. This post came out to us two days ago. That cover's fire, man. I ain't got nothing else to say. And Cheetos just got a bag for no reason. Right. I was about to say the same thing. I was like, Frito-Lay just got. Cheeto sales probably just went up. Like, what? How you feel? What you got to say? Specifically on the puffs. What you you got to say about the shit? Uh, I mean, it's some nice pictures. I can't hate. She looks nice as you per usual. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hard to go wrong taking pictures of Kim K. I'm not like whoever the idea this was. They 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 stirred some shit up. It's dope. That photo looked like it's from the '90s. This one, yeah, yeah. It looks like some like eighty late '80s, early '90s. Like especially when she's wearing the suits. Like look at the um the shoulder pads and stuff in the suits. And like it's like some like. 80s 90s like power suit type situation she got coke in here hey, all these brand placements in here coke skittles it looks like or m&ms cheetos yeah it's cool how do you feel about that being a uh, uh, on the cover of the man of the year though i don't care you don't care i don't really care about none of that shit <laughs> i feel <laughs> you it's a politically correct thing to me, but I, I ain't mad at it if it's her. I don't know, it's whatever. Like shit. It the thing is, if you execute it right, I don't think people will complain. If you execute it wrong, we gonna bitch. Yeah. So they they executed it right. I ain't mad. It made me see her in a different light because I don't. I really I really don't care much for Kim K. Like I never was like she's not ugly, but it's like I don't. She's definitely not. She just I never really like gravitated towards her, but seeing her in those photo shoots, I was like okay, all right, yeah. Kim K. Um, so yeah, let's on to the next topic. So I guess following up on. Sorry, y'all. It's been a crazy episode because there's a lot to unpack. I talk about. We also have been gone for a minute. Yeah. So I don't know if you've been following the sneaker space or in the sneakers or into the collaboration space as it relates to sneakers. But um, Amine, Portland-based rapper, Portland-based at this point, lives in LA at this point, but. And Portland based. Yeah, Portland, Portland LA rapper, <laughs> West Coast rapper. Been doing collaborations with the New Balance. Uh these are the three newest I guess this is the newest model. Comes in three different colorways. It's called the Mini Moose six ten S by Amine. And it's a limited to like five hundred something pairs. It's limited to five hundred and three pairs. I don't know why so, the odd number. Nah, bro, I think Portland, 503. Oh, I'm slow as fuck. Holy shit. Damn. <laughs> oh, shit. It's limited to 500, limited to 503 pairs. I don't know if it's 500. <clears throat> I don't know if it's 503 pairs per color or 503 pairs total. But I don't know. Which color are you rocking with the most out of this? They're also more of like a slip on, like That's mule kind of personally. mule kind of clog situation. I like all the colors, but I'm not, I'm not, the style of the shoe is not me, but I like all colors. I'm not mad at either one. So they're only available in New York and. Why the fuck are they not available? Okay, no, they're available in Portland, November 10th. Okay, I'm about to say. New York City, November 12th, and then online. Oh, so green is Portland. NYC is yellow. 
and then online is Brown. How do you get them in Portland? Where are they going to be at in Portland? It's probably in this flyer somewhere. Let's see. Portland. Oh, Keys Loaded Kitchen. Wow. That's dope. Yeah, so if you're in Portland and you want a pair on the 10th from 4 to 7, go to Keys Loaded Kitchen. They only got 100 pairs. Oh, wow. They got 100 pairs. Uh, most of the pairs are on. Okay. The green and the yellow are the limited ones. So, yellow, the 12th from 12 to 3. Shout out to Keys Loaded Kitchen. He keeping shit local. Morgan Stearns Bananas, Rivington Street. So, basically, Soho. Go to Soho. Um... And then online on the 15th, I'm not really sure what this website is, but clbn.store. Yeah, that's his shit. Okay. His brand. Oh, Club Banana. Yeah. Got you. I was like, what the fuck is CLBN? It's that CLBN. Uh, but yeah, these are the three colorways. Again, I had to pick a pair. I'm probably going... The brown is cool. Brown's cool. Because you can but... get that shit off like on, on some everyday fit type shit. Green is only gonna be on some occasion shit. The so yellow one might be the. You really need all three pairs. Yeah, basically. Cause you can make them shits work. It's not a terrible shoe. I'm gonna go with brown though. I feel like if I'm gonna wear it, I have to go brown because I don't. I don't like the shape of. The, I don't like. The, I'm not a fan of that type of shoe, but the brown, I, I think I'm gonna go for. It. If you want them, got a chance to get them online. Best chance is online, actually, but even still, it's only 303 pairs online, so. Second wave collab he's done so far with New Balances. Well, how many pairs did the first pair, did the first joint have? It's just one. I'm saying, how many pairs did they, how many pairs did they? It wasn't an unlimited, it was like, it, was, it wasn't a limited pair. Gotcha, okay. That was what I was asking. I was like, were they super limited or were they? I don't limited? think it was limited, it didn't say. Anyway, these are the shoes. The mini moves. Mini moves. Do it, do it. Do it. In the mini moves. <laughs> Oh shit! Ah uh, yeah, so that's the the Amine, I guess segment. But yeah, it's crazy. Five hundred pairs. I feel like they would have done more than that. Nah, but it's to pay homage to Portland. I like the yeah, yeah like, but I'm just saying though, like, I guess three pairs, five hundred, three. But it's just like I mean, I'm like man, I could have gave more pairs than that. I think if they would have done maybe even, or I don't know. Anyway, is there anything else on this list you want to talk about? I think we... Uh, or you want to hold some of this stuff? Into the we, I think we should go ahead and go into the jam. Because like, it's, it's getting it's getting, it's getting late. Yeah, 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 man. All right, well, we're about to hop into this jam session for y'all real quick. All right, y'all. This brings us to the end of this episode. We appreciate you rocking with us. Hit the like, comment, and subscribe buttons. And share it with your peoples. Leave us some feedback. If you're looking for us, we're on the digital streaming platforms. But if you prefer to watch, check us out on YouTube at Earns World TV. All music from the jam session is available on the playlist via Spotify and Apple Music. So hit the link in the description. But if you want to jam with us, hit YouTube. If you have any music you want to share, our DMs is open. As always, we're your hosts, DJ Earn One. And if you. We'll see you next time. I'll be back.